Welcome to the Millennial Career Playbook's company interview series, which focuses on corporate cultures worth knowing about if you're a job-seeking millennial or simply enjoy working in millennial-friendly environments. This series offers you company-specific information you won't find anywhere else, helping you decide if a particular firm is a great fit for you, and also offering you tips on how to most effectively land a job with the company. I'm Debbie Woldridge, CEO of outsource training company TTC Innovations, which specializes in providing corporations with customized millennial-focused training solutions. Hosting this series with me is best-selling author Haya Bender, whose credits include five dummies books and a complete idiot's guide, and articles for the New York Times. Please frequently visit our The Millennial Career Playbook website at tmcpb.com, as we're always adding new interviews and other content. Joining Hi and I today is Jennifer Hartley, Vice President of PeopleWorks at famed Tex-Mex restaurant chain Chili's. Jennifer, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the role that you play at Chili's? Absolutely, I'd love to. So I have been in the food business all of my life. So I'm a foodie through and through, at least all my adult life. I love, love the business. I started years ago back in California for a company called Restaurant Enterprises, which was purchased out by W.R. Grace. So Peter Grace had a hobby around food, and we were one of the largest conglomerates in the late 70s, early 80s. I've also had a part with La Madeleine Bakery and Cafe, Buca di Beppo, which is an Italian concept that was founded out of Minneapolis in TGI Fridays. Most recently, I've been with Brinker International for just shy of 13 years. And I am extremely proud to be a chili head. I've been on the chili and the chili's brand for over two years, and I head up all of the PeopleWorks division. So that is, in in other companies, we would think of it as your formal HR, but we call it people because we're a people-first business. But my role really is ultimately to ensure that we're supporting our people so that they can seek the best life. And we talk a lot about best life from finding the right talent, so making sure that we have the talent to grow the business and then they can grow their careers and, of course, helping them achieve their career throughout the without their tenure within the organization and really bringing meaning to the work that they do each and every day. So I have the best job in the company because it is really centered around people and growing people. I love that. Thank you for sharing. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. it. That's so great. (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit about Chili's and then just kind of share some of the culture of the company? Absolutely. So pretty neat. Norman Brinker, back in 1984, bought Chili's. We are a 40-year-old company, or we like to say 40 years young. We serve fresh text, fresh mix food all around the world. We have 932 domestic restaurants that are company-owned, and then we also have franchise restaurants. We do franchise, and we are global as well. So we have a nice global footprint in many, many different countries. We are a casual dining concept. We were founded by Norman Brinker and Larry Levine. And what what's so special about Brinker and Chili's is Norman loved mentoring people. And so he is one of the gurus in the restaurant industry. And so he has mentored many, many leaders. And when you think about 
the successful companies around the country, they all worked, many of the leaders worked underneath Norman, and he mentored Doug Brooks, who was our chairman and CEO up until about two years ago, and Doug mentored Wyman. So we've really only had three or four individuals running Brinker. So we're a very, very solid company that believes in people, guests, and sales. And if you treat your people, we talk about the first eggs quite a bit, and our first eggs are our first egg leaders. And if they treat their teams and if really engage with their teams well, the teams then will drive the guest experience and the guests, when you have great guests, they deliver on sales and that's really the model that we follow is leaders, team members, guests, sales, and profits. And so that has worked very nicely for us for many years and we that that's really our foundation. We talk about and one of our cultural beliefs and our mission is and our passion is making people feel special. So we have a lot of different sayings around making people feel special. We like to work hard but play hard. Life is short, work happy. So that's woven throughout our culture in many different ways from education, learning, development, fun days, all of the different types of ways for us to touch our team members is all through that. And we're huge on storytelling so that we can keep the the story alive, if you will, and, and giving focused feedback. We do have cultural beliefs. About four years ago, five years ago, we partnered with a company called Partners in Leadership and really redefined our culture and kind of started to build off of it. When we were 35 years strong, we said, let's just take a hard look at it. And we created some cultural beliefs that we think are have been cornerstone to our success, especially in the last five years, which is feedback is priceless. And so that's for, opens up that anybody can give us feedback because we see more through their feedback, which keeps us much more diverse and gives us an opportunity to continue to learn. I do think that's played well for us in the millennial and that we own it. We own and drive and achieve desired results is another cultural belief that we have. When together, I work across boundaries to achieve results and trust matters is a huge one because we act in a manner that can cultivate trust. And then thinking forward is really, I think, an act in a manner that helps us achieve balanced results. So those five cultural beliefs are cornerstone to our culture. Can you talk a little more about the feedback aspect? What do you have mechanisms in place to support someone who has an idea for doing something different to get their idea across to upper management, someone who can affect change that might be disruptive but has the potential to be a big win for a company? Absolutely. So about two years ago, the leadership team, Kelly Vallade and Wyman Roberts, and then all of the ops leadership team, we conduct town halls around the country. And we'll do it two or three times a year where we will invite, and example right now, we're doing, we're in the midst of it right now, we'll invite key team members, managers, general managers, and we'll conduct in meeting rooms all over the country two to three, three to four hours of 
townhomes, and that's where team members will talk about kind of what the company focus is, and then we open it up to the teams to talk to us about how they're feeling, what they're experiencing, any ideas. We share our plans with them. We share our strategic plans, and, and as I mentioned, we do a lot of storytelling. So the storytelling happens so that they all can articulate the journey that we're on. We also do engagement surveys, and we do them twice a year. And our the company that we use is In Moment. And they do support. I think they do theirs as well with Starbucks. And we'll do them in the spring, and we'll do them in the fall. And so they're anonymous, and they're done by all the way all the way through the organization, team member, all the way up to the executive group. And then that gives us a good basis. It's, it's small. It's about 42 questions. But it gives us a benchmark for us to look at year over year. We also have open door policies that we do. We do shift meetings within the restaurant. And then we'll do breakfasts at the RSC on an ongoing basis so that individuals can not only learn about the business, but also give us feedback on the business. You mentioned storytelling. Can you provide one or two examples of stories that are told at Chili's to maybe inspire employees or, or maybe examples of great customer service or, or you know, really anything sure. that you think you know, that occurs to you? We, thank you for the question, uh, at the beginning of any meeting that we host, so if it's in a restaurant, if it's a manager meeting, an area director meeting, an RC meeting, we start with hospitality stories. So any meeting that we go through, we will have a relevant hospitality story. We get them constantly through our guest services hotline. So we read and we keep the teams really connected to what matters to the guest and how we've delighted the guests. And we'll also learn through some of the hospitality stories of areas of opportunity that we can continue to improve. So we'll start every meeting with a hospitality story. We also do recognition. So we'll take the time to fill out, we call it above the line recognition. And we tell the story about how someone has exceeded the expectation, not of just doing their job, but how they might have impacted an individual. And we recognize them on either one or all of the cultural beliefs. And then in that, we'll tell a story of it. And then then we follow it up by saying, by doing this, he's posit positively impacted one of our four key results. And so that is heavily woven through the organization. You'll see above the line recognition for hourly team members throughout the restaurant. You'll see you'll see it in everybody's office. You'll have ATLs all over your office. And it's just to reinforce great behavior because we know the positive reinforcement continues to keep it grow. And then we'll talk about and so when I when I was mentioning the town hall, which we think is critical, is that they know the journey. So when things were soft for Brinker, and that was probably about six years ago when the market crashed and we all experienced it, that's when we said, let's get focused, let's, let's help redefine casual dining. And we continue to keep our journey alive so that they know and that they stay true to it, so that we're humble and diligent and we don't go back to that space. So it really is about that. 
Well, and here's a, and we do hometown heroes. So at our GM conferences, or if someone has gone above and beyond, the last couple of years we've recognized hometown heroes. And we brought in two years ago an individual that had done remarkable work. She was a server for us. Her name was Lauren. And she was waiting on a table. And there was a little girl that had ordered a cheeseburger off of the kids' menu. And when the menu, when the cheeseburger came out, it was cut because we cut the children's hamburger. The little girl said, I can't eat this. My hamburger's broken. And Lauren went, what? And so she leaned down to the little girl and, she, and the little girl started crying. I can't eat my hamburger. My hamburger's broken. So she picked up the hamburger, not making a big deal of it, took it back to the kitchen, asked the kitchen to recook it. And then when she brought it back out, she leaned back down. She said, I'm so sorry that I broke your hamburger. I want to make sure you have the right hamburger. That's the only thing she said to her. And her sister was tape recording it and taking a picture. The little girl was autistic, and her sister put it on Facebook. And we had millions of hits of individuals looking. And it came back to the organization that what a difference we make for autistic parents because they can't go out to eat with their children because people think their children are unruly and difficult and they don't realize that they've got um, special needs and so those are the kind of things that we'll recognize on a, on a, on a great deal of support. So Lauren came to our GM conference, we recognized her and actually sent her to a conference because she was going to school in psychology and so we sent her to a conference so that she could continue her education. Well, uh, uh, Jennifer, if you're going to tell a story like that, I'm I'm going to have to ask you if you have another story because <laughs> that was a great story. Uh, uh, could Would it be possible for you to tell one more? Yeah, so we also had just last week a guest that is a regular guest for us and they're going through cancer and they come into the restaurant quite a bit and they had not been in the restaurant for a while and their I, I believe it was their their spouse or their brother or sister was in the restaurant because of the regulars and they asked about it and they found out the person had cancer and the entire team went and wrote cards sent cards to the hospital, delivered food to the hospital, and we have team members that are visiting that regular guest every day at the hospital to make them feel special because they're part of our family. Wow. Somebody came in and, and they had a they were celebrating a birthday and they didn't have any money and the mother was embarrassed because she couldn't pay the bill and she was a regular guest. She had left her wallet at home and the manager realized it the manager picked up the meal and then she said can i can i come back and and pay you in 2 weeks when i get my paycheck so it's those types of things that that make long lasting friendships we had a team member that just bought an ipad for a sick little person and one gave them an ipad so we'll do give back nights and that's really woven in our dna we call them give back nights and the local restaurants can do anything they want in regards to an affiliation that they would like to sponsor so and they'll 
they'll do probably anywhere from four to six quarter where they will, if they'll have a local charity, a food bank, whatever they might be involved in, and all of our team members are rallied around that. So we do have our major St. Jude campaign, but each restaurant has their own affiliation as well. Are there some things that Chile is specifically doing that's helping them to attract these top millennial talents like Lauren and, and retaining them in the company? So thank you for that. We're, we're, we continue to sharpen our pencil on it, right, because it's, it, it's moving so, so fast. But we are, about two years ago, we conducted a blind survey to really understand what it would be like to attract passive candidates to Chile's in making sure that we were reaching individuals. And we found it fascinating that there was some misinformation really in regards to the brand itself you know, because we had been around for 40 years. So we learned from it, uh, and that's part of telling our story. So we said, well, let, let's look and see what's important to them. And quality of life was hugely important to the millennial group. And so we work on all of our our scheduling and the way we attract and the way we let them give back. We have worked on a, a brand new website called chiliesjobs.com. And the, the site is really to celebrate our, our culture and to meet them on more of a technology basis. We are more technology friendly, so you can apply online at Chili's through your smartphone. Um, but in our website, we're telling our stories. We're on the social space, and we we offer a lot for millennials. One of the neat things that I'm really proud of that we did three years ago, all of the development materials that we are creating for MID, so managers in development, if they complete our manager in development program, they can earn college credits. So all of our curriculum is now being accredited, and actually ACE accreditation is here today to do the next phase of it. So if you go through our MID program, you can get seven and a half units. Now the new manager, now the manager one will be 12. So you can, where our goal is to get a two-year degree through all of our curriculum, which is extremely attractive to millennials. So we're very proud of that. And one of the things, and this is one of my theories, I talk about the the beach ball theory, and there are many, many different colors on the beach ball, and each individual sees a different color, and it's their perception and, and their perspective. And so we try to stay as diverse as we can, and we take that from when you're asking me about the feedback is priceless and how do we do that, we really do value people feedback and it depends on what side of the beach ball you're sitting on. If you see it to be red, I might see it to be green, but that's how we value individuals' feedback. We get that, we consider it, and part of the curriculum came from that, from our hourly team members you know, might be financially strapped and might not be able to afford it, and we said, boy, we owe them more, and we've been doing this the same time Starbucks was. We just weren't sharing our story as much as Starbucks was, so we said, we out there. <laughs> yeah, I love getting your story out there because for a company, that's quite a lot of commitment. 
and that really goes back to a people first organization. You know, we're competitive from a compensation standpoint, we're competitive from a benefit standpoint. We also give passion points, and this is a neat program that we have. A team member, they might be passionate, let's say, about St. Jude's, they might be passionate about the food bank. They can here's here's how it works. Passion points work. You can either donate time or donate money or do both and the company will match up to a certain dollar amount to any affiliation that you have that you want to. So if you do a fun run or if you do something to that degree and you want to donate $500, up to $1,000 per person. And this is for the salaried level and above right now, or we tested it this last year, we will match up to $1,000 per person to their charity. That is extremely attractive to millennials. Absolutely. And you briefly mentioned just a little, little bit benefits. What are some of the other benefits that are available to the employees? So for all team members, and we call employees team members at Chili's, and that's because we're all on one team. And if you go look up employee in the dictionary, it's I employ you and, and you get a paycheck. And team members is really about uniting the team and coming together. So we call Chili Heads team members. And they are eligible for 50% off dining privileges in any of their in their restaurant or any of the other Chili. So if, I, if I'm employed by or if I'm a team member of Chili's, I get that 50% off at Chili's. If I am a team member at Magellanos, I get it off at Magellanos. And if I'm a manager, I get 100% for Chili's and 50% off at Magellanos. So the hourly team members get it and the salary team members get it. We offer full-time benefits. And if you work 30, 30 plus hours, you are eligible for full-time benefits. And of course, that's mandated now. So, but our benefits are very attractive. They can, they can elect medical, dental, vision, 401k. We also do a lot about discounts. So you can get a discount for Ford Motors. So we are, we have affiliations with many different businesses that they can get additional discounts on as well. We do sponsor a work-life balance so that on vacations and and that so we do have I would say we are plus up on our benefits just on the many different things that we can do for them and then the restaurants will do different things too they'll have local affiliations so they might go to a local movie theater and do trade outs so that they can give that to their team so it depends on the local management as well you mentioned work-life balance. What are some of the things that Chile does to support their team members' work-life balance? So from the hourly perspective, they get to put in their requests for the shifts that they like. So we go around and probably about every six months we'll ask team members, are there certain days that you would like to work? You get to tell us where you're at within your schedule. They also can choose a partner. So they can come in. So we have team service. And they can come in and say, Jennifer and, and John like to partner together and work, and so we can build our schedules accordingly and actually be teammates in a certain part of the dining room because we work really well together. So we will customize individual schedules to meet their needs. For managers, we have a real, because we're not a late night business, that plays to our advantage. 
we close anywhere between 10 and 11 o'clock at night. So the hours in which managers work, our, our goal is to be at 50 hours a week. And then we do offer really great benefits from a vacation standpoint. And so we're pretty flexible. We, we will build the schedule for managers on a monthly basis, and they plug in all their personal needs first, and then we build the schedule around that. So we're always forward thinking about what is desirable for individuals. And we'll also let people go part-time, so we're very flexible in that regard. And I think the biggest piece I would love for you to walk away with is their family comes first. So figure out what your family needs are first, then we'll back into it. So at the RSC, that's our restaurant support center, if they've got a child event or they've got something that is important to them, graduations, conference, anything like that, we give them that personal time off. So we don't count it. We don't have sick days. We don't have a sick day policy. We don't we really don't like to talk about policy. That's not part of our vernacular. We really just like to talk about treating people with respect and, and they'll give back to us in the right way. So we don't monitor uh, we don't monitor that because we know it will pay forward. Just one other thing. Last year we did a GM conference and the GM conference was around the purpose experience and really about individuals' well being and seeing more through that. And we introduced the Gallup Wellbeing Principles, and those now have become really the mainstay of our culture. And the goal was really to develop our people professionally and personally. So we had over, say, 1,200 people at this conference. And it wasn't just specifically about the business and how they could go, you know, what was going on. The goal was for them to develop themselves to have the best life. And we talk about that a lot. It was truly about increasing their well-being in all aspects of their life. And that is by, Gallup used to call it career, but now they call it purpose, social, financial, physical, and community. So the conference was built off of that. So we will, at the beginning of a meeting, uh, we might have a physical thing. We might all run together. We might do yoga together. We might do meditation. And last year at the conference, every general manager in the conference had courses that they could choose around the five elements of well-being. So it wasn't about a work conference. It was about the individual. And so where anything that they wanted to do to improve their life, they got to sign up for those electives. So some did more physical, some did financial. We had net life, we had fidelity. They came in and talked about their well-being from a financial standpoint, if they felt that's what they needed to work on. We had general managers that paid off all their debt. They started becoming partners within our 401k plan. The signups for our 401k became definitely stronger than they had been in the years past. We have people that have lost 50, 60, 70 pounds, individuals that have given back with, and we have 
uh, one person I can speak of just to tell you decided that he wanted to be more physical fit and he ended up riding bikes well he ended up riding bikes with his wife so now he and his wife have a stronger relationship their social network is better so that has been woven out and it is so neat to see the impact it's having on the chili heads across the country it is huge we're getting ready to go do it again here in september in las vegas celebrating our 40th anniversary but it is around the purpose experience and and so now it's just kind of woven through everything gallup is very strong they do a lot of great things we're partnering with them a little bit to take it even deeper what percentage of Chile's workforce consists of millennials? You know what? I don't have that exact number. The According to the Fortune list, it, it was 74%. Does that sound would, right to I you? I would think that to be true. I would think that to be true, especially when you look at the, the demographics, because we have 55,000, over 55,000 team members, and with the majority of them being in our restaurants, I would think that to be true. So that's, uh, I mean, that's a really huge number. Uh, do you think that number will go up even more as time goes on? Or I do. I well, and as we're growing, so we just purchased back 103 restaurants from a franchise group. Now all of that population becomes back into Chili's. So the more we grow, and the more opportunities we have, and and honestly, you'll in Brinker even in leadership roles that individuals are starting to retire. They've been here a while and they're starting to retire, which is affording many individuals great opportunity. We hire a lot through internship programs. And you know, with with the unemployment in the state that it is, and we're at unprecedented times really when you think about unemployment and turnover and retention of where we're at. So I would absolutely anticipate it to continue to be a strong number of growth for us. You just mentioned retention. Do you happen to know what your retention rate is? I'm really proud of it. Uh, we are best in class for the casual dining industry. Our hourly turnover, and so our, our retention would be 20, our hourly turnover is in the high 70s, and the industry is 106. Our management is 19, and the industry is 32. 32%. So uh, we just were recognized this year by People Report, and People Report is a consortium of many different companies in the restaurant industry, and they'll do, and they break it down by category, so fast casual, casual, family restaurants, fine dining, and we won the Catalyst Award last year for being best in class, and it was all metric-based. So they do take they take everyone's numbers and they they look at all of those numbers and we won that award last year. Do you have a sense of how many people apply for jobs at Chile Chile's annually and how many of those are hired? Well, for salaried, we hire roughly about in, in the field level around 800 850 a year. That is for management, so that would be anything from management and above. And from the applicant, I mean, you can have like, gosh, up to 20,000 applicants a year, but some will self, self-select self out for themselves just because of where they're at. But we do hire, we do hire anywhere from 850 to 1,000 a year. 
in the application for hourly team members, we do that applicant tracking system through Taleo. So we have a huge database of individuals that go into the database. Now we, on on average, so we're we're hiring anywhere from 70, probably 50 to 70 team members a year per restaurant. Uh, we have restaurants that are as low as 40% turnover, so we do have restaurants that they just don't have needs. So people can go on and apply, but we might not have have a need at the time, although the hourly and the heart of the house is a huge area of focus for us because we're always looking for great people. What do you look for, actually, when in terms of great people from the perspective of someone who's listening who might want to work for Chili's? Yeah. Do you have any tips as to things they can do to make themselves stand out and be more attractive to you? Absolutely. So from an hourly perspective, we really do look at individuals that are team-spirited, that believe and have a passion for hospitality. You have to like guest experience to want to be in this business. It can be a very rewarding business, but valuing people and valuing others and diversity. So making sure that your core values match our company core values around honesty, integrity, hospitality. We're fun. We work hard and we play hard. So I think that is not taking ourselves so seriously. And when I talk about team spirit and working through others and, and wanting to win together, I think that's critically important. Being a self-learner, having the ability to evaluate and self-learn is critical from the hourly perspective. So hospitality, teamwork, a good strong value system, and believing in the guest experience is cornerstone to your success here because then the sky's the limit for you. And I would say in the salary ranks, it would really be around not just the cultural aspect of it, but also some of the competencies. So being a lifelong learner, we think is critical so that you're always growing and grooming yourself. You might not have to come with it, but that you're interested in it and wanting to help us achieve the desired results. And then really respecting diversity and in individuals is key. We do have competencies by level for the organization. So we do look at competencies, but we don't weigh heavy on them in the interview process, but we do it through an assessment process. So even hourly team members would be assessed, but it's more around the culture. We do look at decision-making, champion change, or adapting to change, if you will. Those would be some key financial acumen for management as well, planning and organization. But drive for results and drive for people are probably the two that stand out the most to me. When someone is hired and has a job at Chili's, is there anything, any other tips that you might suggest for how they might have a long and successful career? their development plan and being passionate about their development plan. So talking to the individuals that they work with and talk about and seeking their, their own personal growth. We do talk about individuals really owning their own development plan and we will give you the opportunity to facilitate that. So we'll take the time and sit down and write pretty robust development plans on everyone and then talk about them quarterly. So how are you doing on it? How can we help? And it's for them personally. It's not about their development plans, not about 
them doing the position they're in today. It's about where they want to be in the future. And that is a lot around just personal experiences. We'll send people to conferences. We have been known, like just recently, we had an RD, which is a regional director. She did not have a degree. She had a two-year degree, but she did not have a four-year degree. And we sent her to the Kellogg School of Management so that she could have continued education and be better positioned. So if she wanted to be in a more senior role, that she had more depth to be able to offer that. So that was for her personal. We didn't, it wasn't for us, and we invested over $12,000 for her to do that. So that was a huge investment into her. But we'll get that back tenfold because now she'll be more engaged. I was reading online a little bit about a ProStart program that you have in place. Can you talk about that for just a moment? Oh, we love it. We love it. We love it. It's part of our curriculum growth. About five, six years ago, we made a concerted effort and said, hey, let's be colleagues and partners within ProStart. So we are one of the big founding companies that are a heavy sponsor of ProStart. And ProStart is an organization that's part of the National Restaurant Association. It is introducing the hospitality industry to high schoolers. So meeting individuals early on in their youth and introducing them to our business. And we sponsor them. So when they're in high school, they can elect to be in the ProStart program. And we pay not only dollars, it's not just funding, it's through education, and it's through education of the educators as well. So we have a three-pronged approach. We fund ProStart. We partner with the different schools around the country. We're heavily, heavily involved in Colorado, Atlanta, San Diego, Texas. We have many different affiliations around the country that we work with in high schools. We have individuals that are ProStart students that work for us. We give back to their curriculum. We come and teach at their high schools. We mentor students as well. So not only are we helping them educationally, we're mentoring and we're helping them financially. And then we help them sponsor through the program. And not this year, but last year, we did a per diem for the educators. And we brought in over 25 educators around the country to come to our see our corporate office and we educated the educators on the industry so we just shared with them we had marketing come in we had ops come in we had our financial department come in we had outside vendors come in to talk to them about benefits and what's going on in the industry and how they could articulate that back to the student so we paid them a fifteen hundred dollar stipend paid for their airfare, we paid for them to be here, all of their meals, and we educated them on the industry. We love our ProStart program and the affiliation, and our and our teams work on it all the time. Thank you so much for, for all of your wonderful answers. Jennifer, it's been a delight talking with you and learning about Chili's. I actually had read a quote that uh, one of your team members had responded to this survey about Chili's, and they talked about the fact that Chili's truly cares about the well-being of the people that work for them and that you're continually investing resources into making their people better at both life and work. And, and everything that you have shared with us today has certainly embodied that. So I really 
really appreciate you um, sharing the information and spending time with us. Thank you so much for giving us this opportunity. We love life and all of its rewards and, and being able to be a part of the community and the team. And so thank you for listening and, and helping us articulate our story. I, I couldn't be more thankful. So thank you very much. Hi, and I thank you for listening to this interview. Please frequently visit our The Millennial Career Playbook website at tmcpb.com as we're always adding new interviews and other content designed to help you find a job or enhance your career.